This is an ABC podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Hookup Podcast. It's all about sex, love, relationships, and dating. I'm Dee Salmon, and our gorgeous producer is Pip Rasmussen. Yo. And look, last week I was watching Too Hot to Handle. Oh, uh, yes. I know you were watching it. I know. Couldn't stop talking about it. I'm pretty sure you were just binging it, okay. right? Okay. Wow. Getting caught out on my own podcast, that's fine. You know I can turn your mic down. Yep. <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm continue. controlling this. Um, okay, so anyway, if you've never heard of it before, it's a reality TV show on Netflix and it's all about a bunch of singles from all over the world who think they're going on this like full-on slutty dating show all about hooking up. But when they get to the island, it's actually the opposite. There's $200,000 as prize money and the rules are they're not allowed to kiss, have sex... Or even masturbate. Woo, that'll do it. (laughs) You don't have to worry about me. You do not have to worry about me. (laughs) And if they do, they lose that prize money. So the whole process is about learning to make deeper, more emotional connections, go on that self-growth journey. And, you know, that in itself is a whole other conversation in general that we don't have the time for. But... One of the contestants on the show was from Australia and her name's Georgia Hazarati. And she really struggled with telling people when she's not interested anymore. I was very much a people pleaser. Like if I was ever in an uncomfortable situation where I wasn't feeling the same way as someone, it was very hard for me to express that. So I kind of would just slow ghost. Like I would slowly let them down. Yeah. So at the start of the show, there were a few guys who were interested in her and she kind of just kept coming up with excuses and she wasn't very straight up with telling them that she wasn't keen. One guy even sang to her on a guitar and told her that he loved her and she kind of just brushed it off and was like, yeah, I love it. (laughs) When I saw your face, I knew it was a big race to kiss you. You drive me crazy because I wish you're the one I was sleeping right next to me. Wow. 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 What is going on? Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, because, Pip, you haven't Ugh. seen the show. No, no. Yeah. That was just so cringe. Look, it was so hard to watch it, but it was also so hard not to. It was a, it was a train crash. <laughs> Just couldn't look away. Couldn't look away. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you're going to hear more from Georgia real soon about how she handled that situation, especially when she wasn't keen on any of the guys that were, you know, keen on her. Um, yeah, so, Pip, we decided to throw it up on our Instagram um, just to see if people could relate. Yes, and turns out so many of you do. Like, there are so many messages, easily over, like, 100 responses. Obviously, we've tapped into something that a lot of you are struggling with. When I realise I'm no longer interested in the guy I'm dating, I tend to make up excuses or breadcrumb the poor guy um, just to avoid hurting their feelings. And yeah, I think I've always felt as if this was easier and less harsh than otherwise telling someone up front that I just wasn't into them. I'd always beat around the bush, make up excuses like, oh, I've got so much going on in my life at the moment or... I'm just not really in the headspace for dating. I used to be really ruthless with it. I'd like have girls coming over and while they're on their way, I kind of change my mind and just block them as they're on their way. I used to be like really cold hearted. I went out on a Saturday night with a group of friends, went home with one of them, 
then I realized that I was the one doing the ghost team. He became like a stage 15 clinger. You know, it's like, oh, what are you doing? When are we gonna do this? When are we gonna do that? Like, oh, I don't know. I'll see, I'll check my schedule. And then messages kept coming in and questions and calling me cute and I wasn't having any of it. So I completely just was ignoring all messages. Definitely blowing him off and he just kept messaging me and I didn't know how to say, I am not interested. One of the elements I find difficult dealing with dating is rejection and how to reject someone kindly. I find that you get to the end of the date and you're dreading and hoping that they don't ask you in person whether you'd like a second date and your skin starts to crawl and you know you want to say no but you don't feel like you can and I find that I often decide that it's not worth hurting someone else's feelings and I choose to save face but I always feel shitty because I feel like I'm lying and I'm not being true to myself. We also put this to Triple J's breakfast show and some of you went to wild lengths to try and avoid having the chat. I messaged someone maybe an hour before a date we were meant to go on and I told him that my dog was sick and I had to take him to the vet. (laughs) I think when we organised the second date, I just didn't feel like I could say no. Like, I'm a very people-pleasing kind Mm. of person. He took it really well, actually. He was like, oh, no, I hope the dog's okay. I don't know if he actually believed me or if he was just being nice. But, yeah, it eventually fizzled out after that. (laughs) I had this uh, friend from work who was sort of, I don't know, getting quite affectionate and caring towards me and I was sort of picking up the vibe from her and uh and i was just like i'm not really sort of keen and i don't want to get involved so i actually walked her around the club trying to pick out dudes for her to like come on to and stuff i don't know and i think me trying to find like hook her up with other people made me more attractive to her and i was sort of like this is backfiring really bad yeah 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 i ended up just like going to grab a drink and then just left Dude, we even had someone message us to say that they lied about moving overseas to avoid having the conversation. Like, D, that is way too much effort to keep up that lie than to just actually say how you feel, right? Well, what? how would you follow through with that? Like, on especially if they're following you on Instagram, would you just have to Photoshop yourself in, like, me at the Eiffel Tower, like, living my best <laughs> life in Paris? Let's just say you have to get very good at photo editing. <laughs> Jesus, that's, like, way too much effort for me. Yeah, Thank you very too much. much. <laughs> At the end of the day, whether you're ghosting, breadcrumbing, lying about moving overseas, it's kind of a shitty thing to do, whether or not you might have the best intentions. And for someone like Georgia from Too Hot to Handle, she couldn't lie, she couldn't ghost, she couldn't run away because she was stuck on this island with the guy she was trying to avoid uh, about letting them know that she wasn't keen. I was very much a people pleaser. Like if I was ever in an uncomfortable situation where I wasn't feeling the same way as someone, it was very hard for me to express that. So I kind of would just run from those feelings. So I kind of would do that and I've really sheltered myself from facing those awkward conversations, if you know what I mean, like the slow ghost. Like I would slowly let them down and be like, oh, I'm super busy at the moment, I'm so sorry, and kind of just like let the conversation fade. And I know this sounds horrible, but it's only really because I'm so bad with awkward conversations. But on the show, because it's all about self-growth and going on a journey, she had a pivotal moment where it all changed for her, where this guy was pouring his heart out to her and she didn't feel the same. I remember being in like the 
our dressing room with a few of the girls before the chat and I was so nervous like I was crying and I was like I can't do this I feel so bad but I really just had to like come to terms with the situation and I knew it was best to just do what made me feel most comfortable and that was just end it so as hard as it was I kind of decided to sit down with him and be super honest like I was beating myself up about it a lot but once I had that conversation with him he's so sweet so I knew he understood I was coming from a good place and yeah it was fine it was a lot less um traumatizing than I thought it would be (laughs) okay so let's figure out how to stop doing this shit I grabbed sex coach and educator Georgia now Don't get them mixed up. This is Georgia number two for this podcast, Georgia Grace. And we chatted about how to have that honest conversation about when you're really not keen. It sucks potentially hurting someone. Like it's not nice to let someone down, especially if you know that they're into you. Like am I making an assumption as to what this is? Like are we just friends or is it casual and will I make it more of a deal or more of an issue than it has to be? So we know that the number one reason for people to avoid being upfront and honest is because they don't want to hurt someone else's feelings. So the intention might be good, but that doesn't change the effect that it has on the person on the receiving end. Getting ghosted or being let on is actually the worst feeling. And Georgia says it can really mess with your head so much to the point where you even start to feel physically sick. It's incredibly confusing. And I think it's pretty common for people to go inside their head and to think, is this something that I've said or done? Did I do something? Could I have done something a little bit better? So all of that can have an impact on how they feel about themselves and how they're feeling about dating. I think as someone called in and said that, it has put them off sort of dating. Um, And of course, like dating is pretty tricky and it can feel really overwhelming and vulnerable, especially if you're unsure as to where you're at. Um, And it also doesn't allow for them to have the closure that maybe they need in order to move on and to um, sort of put that relationship or put whoever they were dating to a close and and do what they need to move on from it. And, of course, can affect how they show up in future relationships, how vulnerable or open they are with other people who they date. And it is it has a pretty visceral impact on you. I think lots of people are familiar with, waiting for that text or waiting for someone to call it it has a full body um, response like people feel it in their stomachs they're anxious they are thinking about it all day it can be all consuming and even if you don't like the person that much it's just such a shit feeling like it honestly makes you just think what did I do wrong is it me yeah completely full spirals I hate it and also like G pointed out the impact of ghosting pretty much includes that the person might even bring this behavior to the next relationships So Mm. it's kind of just like a cycle that continues. Yeah, Dee, and a few of you DM'd us and spoke about dropping hints. But the hard thing is if you say something like you're busy or you're dog sick or whatever, people are just going to take that and believe you at face value, right? Again, with communication that we many people can think they're being pretty obvious and for the other person who's receiving the information, they could literally be quite concerned that your dog's sick. So you're not showing up for the date. So um, being upfront, uh, direct in what 
you're sort of wanting or needing. I think um, lots of people do also want to soften the blow and they may say things like, I just want to be friends, but they might not even really want to be friends or I'm really busy right now. Let's try again in a few weeks. That is just prolonging the um, ending of this relationship. It's prolonging the awkwardness. Um, So yeah, yeah, I think it is better for everyone involved to be upfront. But there are obviously times where ghosting and blocking are completely fine. There are going to be some situations where it's necessary, especially when it comes to your personal safety. Here's G again. There are, of course, many situations where dates don't go well. Either it's been really awkward or they've been awful. You never want to see them again. Um, And you just don't want to have to communicate with them again. I think blocking them or not replying to a message can create that sense of safety. Okay, so that's all fine and well to just say communicate. It happens a lot on this show, but for some of us, it's actually really hard and it's not that easy. So we need some help. Yes. We need a script. Yes. You know I'm a sucker for a template. I know, and so am I. I love writing a script. I love it. I legit write scripts before calling my tax accountant, before I'm calling like a customer service line and I'm like stressed about what I'm going to say. I have a script ready to go. So get your notes app out, get out the pen and paper if you're old school because Georgia has got us covered. Everyone has those moments of crafting, deleting, crafting, editing, getting a friend to check over it, sending it and then throwing the phone away. Um, But I think something really simple like it was so fun meeting you but I don't want to go on another date or thank you for a great night but this isn't what I'm looking for right now. Letting them know that you respect them, you don't want to waste their time or confuse them. You're trying to be upfront and honest and you don't feel the spark with them. It is awkward but I think you save yourself a whole lot of stress because it can feel like it plays on your mind but you also save them uh, you know a lot of stress around wondering what went wrong. If you didn't have a chance to write that down, don't worry. We're going to chuck up George's template on our Instagram at Triple J the Hookup sometime this week for you to save. So get ready and keep an eye out. Uh, but also, we're going to chuck up some of your templates because you slid into our DMs with some of the examples of the things that you send to people when you want to let them know that you're not interested anymore. After a first date or if I wasn't keen on pursuing that person anymore, I'd send him a text like, hey, thank you for our date, loved our convo about blah, 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 but I just don't think you're the person for me. Good luck with dating. I normally just say something like, you're a super cool person and I really love catching up with you. Um, I just want to be upfront and let you know I don't see this progressing any further, but I really appreciate you taking the time to hang out and, and just like wish them all the best as well. I think that's really important. If you can totally relate to this episode and you can totally relate to Georgia from Too Hot to Handle, who was literally in tears over how much she didn't want to have that conversation with someone, do not worry. Push through, use some of the templates because even Georgia managed to have that conversation with people and she reckons being straight up and telling people how she was really feeling was the best thing she's ever done. Once you have that conversation one time, you're just like, I don't know why I was so worried. Like people aren't going to hate you basically for just saying how you feel. You can't people please your way through life. It gets you nowhere. It, it ends up hurting people. And it also, it's a lot of burden on yourself. It's better to just rip the bandaid off and move forward and 
never going to be as bad as you think. One and done, babes. Rip it off. Completely rip off that band-aid. We know you can do it. If you are going to do this for the first time, send us screenshots. Let us know how you go. And you can also DM us with any of your stories, any of your topic suggestions. If you need help with anything at all that you're struggling with in your love, relationships, dating lives. Um, and if you're not already, follow us on our Instagram at Triple J The Hookup. Do all the things. Follow, like, subscribe us in your podcast feed. Send this to anyone who you think needs to listen to The Hookup and this episode. And we'll catch you next time.